Remember a few months back how I talked about going and getting the big bucks to scale the founding moms fast and furiously? A lot has happened since then. Sit down, buckle up, and get a load of this ride. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, I'm going to close out my thoughts on all the funding stuff that entrepreneurs chase and chase after when they begin to learn all about angel investors and crowdfunding options and the best accelerators in the world. I left you hanging a while back, and I wanted to update you with all the things that have happened since then for better or for worse. Back in January of this year, I released an episode number 32 titled The Funding Question Part 1. I thought it'd be nice to bookend the year by walking you through what's happened since then. If you don't want to review it, here's a refresher. I talked about how I have no funding background, I haven't invested anywhere, and for the first time, after over a decade, I finally considered taking on investment to grow the founding moms. But then, one potential acquirer ghosted me, I applied to a pile of accelerators, put a pro forma together, talked to a ton of funding advice givers, joined angel investor groups, sent out a deck to piles of people, applied to crowdfunding platforms like Republic that rejected me, applied to tech stars and hadn't heard back, got awful generic advice from really important people, got more awful generic advice from really important people who didn't understand what we do at the Founding Moms, and made it very clear that what I'd really sussed out was that the funding industry had forgotten its manners. I carried on this year because women are famous for being left behind when it comes to investors considering which companies to write checks to. I thought it would be good to continue to investigate a bit more because I could pass on what I've learned to you. I really did want to figure out why the industry feels so entitled to treat entrepreneurs so poorly. And... I needed to see some hanging chads all the way through. Remember how I mentioned that I'd applied to Techstars through a referral? They're a global network of operational investors that, and I quote, support you on your entrepreneurial journey from idea to building the most successful business possible. Built and run by entrepreneurs themselves, they understand the complexities of putting your ideas into action and scaling them. Techstars is world-renowned, and I have a colleague who used to run one of them in Chicago, so I had a soft spot for it. This one was in a different city and state than my own, and was run by a woman. Turns out, she liked what we were doing enough to entertain us for more than several calls. She got on the phone with her colleague for my first interview to ask me all about what was going on with us. It was casual, relaxed. And I got the sense that she really understood what our mission was, where our true north was headed, and how, with a bit of funding, we could really scale. She asked to talk again in a month or two to see what progress we'd made. And, well, I was honestly thinking, how much progress can we make if you're not funding us between calls? But we chatted anyway. This went on for a few months. On every call, 
She offered bits of guidance, and I really, truly adore her for taking the time to throw tips and suggestions our way. On our last call before they were going to announce the 10 companies that were chosen to join the Techstars cohort, I asked some schedule-related matters, because at this point in my mind, I'd assumed we were in. Uh-oh. And I let her know that we had interest from one other accelerator, so could she please let us know soon? Look at me playing hardball with six figures at stake. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I forgot to mention that a few months into my growing relationship with this woman at Techstars, I'd filled out an application to apply to another prestigious accelerator program. A few weeks after I submitted it, I got a rejection letter stating that they had chosen the 12 companies they were going to interview. But then? But then! Not 24 hours later, I got an acceptance letter stating that one of the 12 companies they were going to interview had declined. So there was a spot and I was it. Even though it was a rejection acceptance, is, is that a thing? I was over the moon. They are really, really well known and have a lot of money and are specifically lauded for raising women up. Except I haven't mentioned their name because it went way south, way quick. In a big group Zoom call after my initial pitch, I was shamed and bullied for using the wrong backdrop during the call. It's really one of the more fascinating stories in my entrepreneurial career. But it's too juicy to stay here, so I'm going to save the details for a future episode. Suffice it to say, no accelerators accepted the founding moms. It was quite a ride all year, and one that helped to hone my focus on my own business. I'd spent so much time away from the important bits. You know, running the actual business. And so much time begging for attention and asking for money that it became a job in and of itself. Half the year went by before I started to cancel the meetings I'd set up with more angels. I thanked the advice givers, gurus, and white men who were kind enough to schedule calls with me and told them that I had to hunker down and focus on my business now. I really am grateful for everyone's time and particularly the rejections, even though it's so much easier to say that long after you've been rejected. All of it pushed me into a fall season of stepping back and taking a look at why I became so money-hungry. I knew we were ready to scale. I knew that with a pile of money, we could do so many things that we've wanted to do for so long. But as a founder who leads other founders organically, authentically, and with solid advice, I realized I couldn't become one of those suckers who was in it for the race to the top. I didn't want to leave my members behind either. I'd end up not getting to know each person that joined us because I'd be focused on how to make other things work faster, bigger, harder, and away from the people who make our community what it is. Since September of this year, I'm very happy to be able to tell you that we launched a new website. Not only that, but I bit the bullet and I hired a part-time COO to help us get our act together. We brought on a new team to help us with social media, one to help with SEO, hired a blog manager, got a texting service for our members to reach us more easily, and we're planning a lot of new and much-needed events for our members. I needed the pushback from the moneyed industry to help me realize that we could do all of the things we wanted to do, just not as fast and furiously as they would have demanded. There's also something to be said about the ego of it. 
I was all hyped up months ago to be able to proudly shout from the rooftops, We are a tech stars company! When in fact, I now realize, all I would have been revealing was the fact that we are now owned by some folks who haven't been building this company with me for over 10 years, who don't understand its intricacies, and who would have just put demands and more demands on me to produce, produce, produce. No thank you. If you are ever hoping to get to a point where funding is right for you, well, don't come asking me about it. I've now officially become one of those entrepreneurs who's going to redirect you to choose any other path. Find new partnerships. Go chase sponsors. Charge more. But whatever you do, if you enjoy running a small business and you don't need to compete with the big kahunas of the world, don't give up your customers or your clients or your brand name or your dignity just so that you can tell folks how amazing you are. You're already amazing. Duh. You don't call. You don't write. Do both. Call or text me at 708-872-7878 or go to jillsalsman.com slash podcast. You can record a message there so I can talk to you in a future episode. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and please leave a review. It helps other listeners discover my crazy stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay, Aaron, and the prestigious investor world's gigantic pile of rejections for making this podcast with me. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.